Welcome to the podcast. Brad Davis here, your host in creating the most successful version of you. I'm a WA-based personal trainer, gym owner, business coach, and entrepreneur. My intentions for this podcast in creating the most successful version of you is to meet up with people who are creating success in their own life, whatever that means to them. Today's episode, we have superstar coach Ellery Fatu. Ellery is our athletic strength and conditioning coach at Team BDPT. He's been with us for over two years. He's grown, so his business has grown, but he's grown so much as an individual over that time. I'm really pumped up to have Ellery on the podcast today. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I've got another one of my superstar coaches from BDPT on board today. Ellery Fatu, how are you today, brother? I'm good, how are you? I'm going well, man. Hey, uh, super exciting times. We've got volleyball tonight. Hell yeah. First game of volleyball. We're just talking about that before the podcast started. I'm so freaking excited. So we'll have to update you uh, how we go. But I've just found out Ellery was a a state representative for for Auckland. Auckland? There you go. We're going to crush him, man. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Ellery is one of the coaches at uh, at BDPT Basement Gym. Ellery, tell us a a little bit about yourself, brother. Uh, so I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I specialize in athletic development and I'm also a mindset coach. Awesome. Love it. So you, I'm going to enjoy asking you these questions today in terms of mindset because that's predominantly what, what this kind of stuff is about, right? Yep. So the physical stuff we can do in the gym, we can help people in the gym. We've been yep. doing that for years. Yep. Um, and the mindset stuff, this is where I find uh, podcasts have come really uh, advantageous for us. So success, brother. So we, this is one of the first questions I ask everyone. What does success mean to them? Success has got a different meaning to everyone. What does it personally mean to you? Uh, so yeah, it's definitely different for everyone. I guess for me, it has to tie into what I value the most in my life. So for me, um, success means having a good relationship with my family, um, enjoying my job, um, making sure I stay fit and healthy, um, and also just being happy in general. I mean, if you're not happy with what you're doing, then I wouldn't really claim that as being successful. Even yeah. if you do, you know think you have the best job or you think you're earning heaps of money you might be earning heaps of money but you might hate your job and i wouldn't really put that as successful and if they're not happy it's funny because every time i ask that question it's never around money whereas these days in society success is so so still very linked to making money so i love that brother thank you mate let's hook in uh, this is one of my. This is my favorite question uh, about your background, where it all started. So take us right back to the start. Right where back. was Ellery born? Uh, I was born in Auckland, New Zealand. Hell yeah, Middlemore Hospital, uh, January seventeenth, ninety six. There you go. Still um, a baby, ninety six. My God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. Yeah, <laughs> just turned twenty four. Wow. I'm twenty four in six days, I think. Five oh wow. days. Great. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in South Auckland. Um, dirty South, some people like to call dirty it. Dirty South. Yeah, <laughs> Dirty South. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a with a Polynesian background, a Samoan background. Um, Is that where the calves come from? Yeah, definitely. Not calf raises, just nah. background, just yeah. genetics. Just baby cows. Lucky, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up playing rugby, obviously. Growing up in New Zealand, that's kind of the first sport that you lean into. Yeah. So I started playing rugby at about... I'll say seven 
and I kind of just focused on my rugby all up until high school. Um, when I got to high school, I started focusing more on my education and trying to be more academic and, you know, hopefully lead into uni. Yeah, cool. And go in that direction. Um, and then I moved to Perth. Damn, what year is it? I moved to Perth in 2011 and I was about 15 years old. Okay. Yeah. So why Perth from New Zealand? Um, I have a bit of family here, yeah. and my mom's come here a couple times as well. She liked the area. Yeah. She liked the she liked the vibe, I guess. Yeah, cool. So she she decided to bring the whole family there as well. Also, the economy in New Zealand's disgusting. Yeah, it's horrible. I I've heard. I've yeah. Heard, yeah. So more uh, more opportunity over yeah, here. I guess, 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, my family thought it was a better opportunity for all of us. Um, after moving here, I was about fifteen. I finished my schooling at. Mandra Catholic College. Go, MCC. Yeah, MCC. Um, and during those high school years, I started to pick up on other sports like basketball, um, volleyball. I picked that up again. Um, what else? There was one more. I played another sport. I Nipple? lost it. Nipple. Nipple, yeah, Nipple. Yeah, there you go. I know that because you played that on Monday night. Yeah, every, yeah. every Monday night. Yeah, I love that. So, brother, let's let's dig into your athletic ability as a coach now, as in your knowledge and, and ability to educate your clients in becoming better, faster, stronger, jump higher, all that stuff. Yep. Is that stemmed back from your sporting background growing up? Yeah, definitely. Um, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be the fastest. I was actually a decent um, 100-meter sprinter. Sprinter, yeah. Yeah, 10-second time. Bullshit. Yeah. You ran 10 seconds. 10 point... Oh, crap. What is it? 10.8 or something? Wow. Yeah, 10.8 seconds. Were you the fastest something. in your school? Uh, no, second, actually. Oh, who was in your school? Usain Bolt? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Guys with bigger calves than me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, that's impressive. That is, um, I've seen you move, and it is, it's fucking quick. Like, yeah, it's really quick. People yeah. don't really... Like, they look at my body shape yeah, and my Yeah, because you're built as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm built like a rugby player. Obviously, but, but you can move like a like netballer. A, yeah, a, a ninja. <laughs> a ninja. A let's ninja. go with that. Yeah, cool, man. That's uh, great. Um, so yeah, I guess back as a kid, I always want to be the fastest, the and jump the highest. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where my focus is at the moment. Yeah. Um, I guess back then I didn't really care about the gym. I just thought jumping and running was just a natural ability. Yeah. Um, you always had those kids that were just naturally the fastest. Sure. Naturally jumped the highest. So I was like, oh, it must be just a genetic thing. Yeah. Um, and then as I became a PT, I started to realize that um, your genetics can only take you so far. You'll then have to, there'll come a point where you'll have to work on it and kind of uh, refine your skills and work sure. on, you know, building power and all that stuff, all that jazz. So you feel like you potentially missed out on that portion because you yep. had the, the natural ability, if only you knew the importance of training in a gym and enhancing your skills, that who knows where that could have led. Yeah, hey. so, so that's kind of what led me into mm. the fitness industry. Yeah. Um, I was naturally quick and naturally explosive and naturally all that. Naturally good looking as well. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. I guess genetics do take you that far. <laughs> Works for some. Um, but yeah, when 
Oh, how old was I? I suffered a grade two MCL tear. Oh, yeah, it was I didn't horrible. know that. Yeah. Jeez. So I tore my MCL when I was about 18. Playing sport? Playing rugby, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I had, um, I was playing rugby. I had, I'm pretty sure it was two guys on my back while I was still running. And then some guy cleaned me from the side uh, and took up my knee. Yeah, wow. it wasn't fun. Really loud crack. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a good time. No. Um, so that took me out um, for about like seven, eight, maybe nine months, maybe. Yeah, big injuries. Yeah, yeah, and I was just bedridden the whole time. Yeah. And I didn't have much support, like, in terms of, like, um, rehab yeah. or even surgery or something like that. Yeah. So then I started to think to myself, like, what can I do? What can I do to help? my knee and become stronger and you know get back to where I was before um and then just all led down back to fitness everything everything kind of headed in that direction and the whole strength and conditioning and athletic training and all that um so once I started to get into that I started becoming stronger I actually became I'm actually in the best athletic shape of my life I guess describe from when I was 18 it was really cool so yeah and what a, what a great, unique story to enter the fitness industry as well. Yeah. I find that very unique and very focused. It's, it's, that's cool, man. Really cool. So that bit of information that you just shared with us, and that might enter the next question of major turning points along the way. That MCL would have been a, yeah. a big time. Was, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, even during my rugby career when I was 18, I when I went to the gym, I didn't really care about... Uh, like athletic training, I yep. guess it was yep. just you know, back and buys, sure, chest and tries, bro split, and, yeah, bro yeah. splits, bodybuilding yeah. style. Um, I didn't realize that that was actually kind of hindering me in a, in a way. Yeah. Um, so once I tore my MCL, that kind of led me into more of a holistic, um, more of a athletic injury, injury reduction type yeah. of training. Yeah, very good. So that was definitely a turning point for me. Any other turning points that come to mind along the way? Um, I guess another one was... It was actually kind of two events at the same time. Because I after I finished year 12 at MCC, um, I actually went to uni for... I think I told you this before. Went to uni for engineering. Yeah. Um, I did that for one year. Mm. And I just absolutely hated it. Wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. for me. I was like mm-hmm. learning crap that I knew that I would never use or like didn't even interest me in yeah. any way. So I just wasted a whole year of my life just listening to sciencey engineering shit. Sure. And well, I, you might have you might have gained you know uh, more knowledge of what you wanted to do and that you didn't want to go down that path. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So after a year, um, I dropped out. And I took a gap year um, to kind of, you know, figure out what I was going to do with my career. Um, and during that gap year was when I injured myself. Mm, so it's kind of, okay. it's kind of two blows. Yeah. Hitting me while I was down. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and that would have completely changed your mindset at that point. A lot, of, as oh. you said, bedridden. A lot of lot of time to sit and think. Hey. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cool, man. Um, this probably again enters uh, that same facet of the question. So major resistance along the way, um, probably the same thing. Hey, yeah. just, just the MCL and and 
um, and, and the engineering. Is there anything else that, that pops up when we say the word resistance? Um, How is moving? Was moving or, from New Zealand to, to Perth a big big thing? Yeah, I think, I think it was a big influence because of when it happened to me. Yeah. It was basically in the middle of my teenage yeah. years. So you had a good group of friends over there. Had a really good yeah. group of friends. Kind of, kind of lost, lost my way. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. I had to, I had to adapt basically to to a whole new lifestyle, a whole time. new school. Yeah. I mean, even in, in, in New Zealand, I went to a all-boys school. Wow. Yeah, went yeah. to all-boys school. De La Salle College, represent. There you go. And then I came to MCC, which is a co-ed school. Yeah. And that would have been weird, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah. super weird because yeah. I, I wasn't used to being around girls at yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a weird experience for me. So. That, is, that is bizarre because... You know, ninety percent of the listeners would just be that's how they grew up with yeah, the college school. Yeah, it's a, it's a normal thing. You wouldn't even think about that unless someone was talking about it. How, how has that changed? Like, was there any weird kind of things that happened when you? When, I don't know. Were you talking to a girl when you were kind of like, what the hell was going on? Or De- vice versa? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I remember this one time. I <laughs> it was it was I think it was my first week at MCC, and I was sitting in the library, and I was reading a book. And a group of, I think it was like six girls. Oh. They just came and sat around me for no apparent reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> the calves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, just wanted, they just wanted these baby the calves. The calves, bro. All these baby cows. <laughs> um, they all came and sat around me. They were reading books as well. They are trying to chat to me. And at the time, I had really bad um, anxiety. Yeah. So... As soon as they started to talk to me, I was like, oh shit, what the hell? What the hell do they want? What do they want from me? Like, what is this? I'm not used to talking to girls. And I just started drenching myself in sweat. Yeah, I was just sweating on the spot. Surrounded by like six girls. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't the best time. Nah, so it didn't work out for you? No, it didn't work out. Okay, cool. And I literally, they were were still talking to me and stuff, and I literally just stood up and walked away. I was like, no, can't do this. Don't like co-ed schools. Oh, wow. It, it's so bizarre, isn't it? Because as I said, like we just grew up that way, but that yeah. is a bizarre circumstance. It's a very yeah. unique circumstance. It was, it was, it was a, definitely a big change in perspective for me. And looking, I mean, I've been watching you for years on the floor. You, you've been uh, 100 and, well, I want to say 116 invoices. Yep. So yep. well over two years. 116, 116 weeks. 116 weeks. Um, so I've watched you on the floor and, and you've grown as a trainer, you've grown as a coach, you've grown as a person. Yeah, I've and grown and at talking. one stage, you've, you've had vast majority of your clients are female. Yeah. So no problem anymore. No sweating, no... Nah. <laughs> as long as it's under six girls, I'll be fine. Yeah. Just one and one, I'll be fine. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's, that's great. Love that. Um, brother, this is the segment where I like to get into kind of tips for listeners. And this would be a great opportunity for you and, and what you've spoken about with your clients about mindset and stuff like that. Yeah. What's a common kind of theme that comes up that, that people need some guidance or reassurance on? Uh, for athletes? For athletes or any of your clients, yeah. Um, athletes and so yeah, I get those. I get two types of clients. I get athletes and I get kind of general population. Sure. Um, so for athletes, um, I would say take your time. Um, a lot of athletes are kind of rushing into. They're, they're trying to find new things. I I see I see a lot of athletes. Um, let's just say in the gym, they kind of get ahead of themselves with like weights or yeah. you know trying to put as much 
weight as they can on the bar yeah. and see how many they can do that for. Yeah. Um, and that's only going to cost you, um, you know, it, it'll, it'll basically increase your rate of your risk of injury. Yeah. Um, so take it easy for athletes. For gen pop, honestly, again, take it easy. <laughs> like no don't rush, stress. Right? Yeah, just, yeah. Don't stress yourself. It's all a process. Trust the process. Um, don't stress yourself. Don't give yourself any unnecessary issues. Um, and just enjoy, enjoy the moment. I love that. And it's a lifestyle as well, isn't it? You, yeah. you can't go into a gym and, and purchase a leaner body. You can't yep. pay for that, you know, just on the spot. What you can do is get educated by good coaches, which we have in our team, and, and they educate you about lifestyle tips and changes that you can make to enhance whatever you want to enhance yep. or reach goals or whatever the case may be. But it is a process. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. And it's definitely another, another tip I could give, I guess, is take advantage of the present because you could think about the future as much as you can you could think about the past as much as yeah, you can you cool. can't change the past i mean you can change the future but the only way you can change the future is what you're doing in the present so i love you, that in what, my mind i just went fist pump <laughs> that was so good that was like a mic drop moment that yeah, was, yeah i love that bro yeah yeah so live in the moment take advantage of it um yeah, that's all I was going to say. Yeah, really. Brilliant, man. That's, I really connected with that, actually. Future endeavors, brother. So you've got a really good thing going on at, at BDPT Basement. Yep. You're the only athlete specialist, and you're the best in Mandra. I know a couple of others in Mandra that have tried, and, and they just didn't succeed in, in what they were looking for. But what yep. you've done is you've really carved out a successful career as the athlete dude in Mandra yep. with massive calves. Um, <laughs> so, mate, what, what about the future? Have you got goals for yourself? Have you got aspirations? Talk to us about that. Oh, 100%. Um, I want to... I want to build a little, um, I want to expand basically. I want to get trainers under me that also um, train athletes because I only have a certain amount of time in my hands. Um, I can only train a certain amount of athletes. So I want to, I want to build on top of that. I want to, um, I want to create an app actually. Awesome. So cool. um, another thing, training more athletes. Yeah. Um, um, still giving them the personalized, you know, the whole one-on-one with your coach. Yeah. Um, and those are kind of short-term goals for now. Long-term, like long-term, I'm thinking 20, 30 years. I want to open up a sporting academy. Oh, wicked. Yeah, That's so a wanna, great goal. I want to open up a sporting academy for a number of sports. I'm thinking of starting with netball and basketball and maybe rugby um and, and that would be to enhance their skills at that specific sport. Yeah, yeah because what i'm doing at the moment is mainly just the gym work um whereas i want to do the field work as well i want to coach them in their sport their actual sport you know gameplay situations things like that um and then also helping them with the gym stuff as well and also helping them with the mindset stuff so cool. at the same time so awesome, man. What if you get a team of netballers and there's seven girls that you've got to coach at once? Oh, dang. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably have to, I'm, I'll probably just get another coach to just cop that one. I'm sure you would nail that 100%. <laughs> no, I'm getting better at it. Yeah, oh, mate, you, 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 and you, all your clients love you, but your female clients as well. I know you've got a, we've got a TTZ program and Ellery's uh, numbers in the TTZ program have been the strongest since they've started. And you've got a following of about four or five girls. When yeah, it was that the strongest? I come to like all my classes. And they loved you. 
Yeah. They absolutely loved it. Yeah, so, good. mate, you're not going to struggle whatsoever with that. Um, bro, that's great. Mate, let's talk about the app a little bit. What's, what's, your, what's your general feel about the app? What, what's going to be in it? Um, so, the app will... It, it'll kind of be like a daily checklist. Ah, uh, cool. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, when you're starting off, it will basically have a conversation about what you want to achieve. It doesn't really matter what you want to achieve, even if it's just have more energy in the day. Yeah. Um, we'll kind of discuss what you what you do at the moment. Um, I can see where your lacking areas are, I yeah. guess. And then I can give you a daily checklist, a weekly checklist of things that you should do that can help you, you know, gain energy or achieve a certain goal, whether that be through nutrition or training or even just meditation, going for a walk, um, just little things like that. Um, the training would definitely be, you know, personalized for that person, um, depending on the goal. Yep. Um, yeah, these are all ideas for now. I haven't really gone too in depth. You need to, but you need to start with the end and finish. Yeah. Right? You need yeah. to start with the end in mind. So, yeah. I think it's great. So that's fantastic. And, and I always, we catch up with our coaches uh, every Monday and we kind of just, discuss with them it's all their businesses but it's just under the bdpt umbrella and yep. i discussed with them about a usp unique selling point or a proposition in which you're going to be different to other coaches and i feel like over the last three or four months you guys have really just gone your own way in yeah. terms of where you want to be niched out who you want to work with how you're going to be different about apps about you know about athletes and, and sporting facilities and stuff like that so mate i, I think it's fantastic yeah. and with how much i've seen you grown <laughs> over 12 months and two years Mate, mm -hmm. I've got no doubts. If I was yeah. a betting man, I would put money that you were going to achieve that. So, <laughs> mate, I have all the faith. Yeah. All the faith in your brother. Mate, one, one thing that's really helped you out along your journey. So, mate, it's, it's a really great story, actually, in terms of coming over New Zealand and the boys only. And, mate, even your MCL and how you recovered yeah. from that and, and how yep. you got into the fitness industry. Yep. Out of all that stuff, mate, you know, one thing that's really helped you out, it could be a person, it could be a quote, it could be a podcast. What's one thing that really kind of fueled your mm. fire? Um, I, that's a good question. I like to look up to people. Um, so I feel like people would be the strongest influences on me. Cool. One of them would be my dad. Cool. My dad's a really hard worker. Um, and I feel like my, my work ethic kind of stems from him. Awesome. Um, you know, seeing him every day, working every day to provide for our family and all that stuff. Um, it's definitely had an impact on me. Um, so definitely my dad. I would say you, Brad. Oh, you, wow. Yeah, 100%. You, I love you've, that. You've guided me basically from the day I became a PT. Um, I, did a, I did a few months of PT before I came to you. Yep. But those few months were... Those, those few starting months before I came to you were the hardest of my PT career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what to do. I had no guidance... I had no no clue at all what I was doing. And then when I came to you, you just told me straight what I should focus on, um, how I should be following up. I love that. Yeah. That's great. So you've definitely been a big influence on me. That's so good. And, and let's face it, you get a, we've spoken about this before as well. You get a set three and four from the fitness academy. Yep. And they say, righto, good luck. They smack you on the ass outside, yep. on the way out the door. Yep. 
and then that's it. Yep. That's Cat, it. Cat you. Catch ya. Have Good fun. luck. You know, <laughs> that's and and credit to them. That's that's their job to supply yeah. you with the certs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is how BDPTs work because you know I've I've given these guys the opportunity to to get some education, some business stuff, some marketing, some mindset, and they're all turning into amazing coaches and and really really amazing human beings, and they actually inspire me as well. So it works both ways, brother. So mate, let me just get this right. Your parents, right? Yep. They gave you hard work ethic. Yep. Good looks, tan skin, holiday in New Zealand for a little bit of your life, mate, and amazing calves, sporting ability. Do I have that correct? Uh, yeah. Mum and Dad, I hope you're listening to this, mate. That is, that is disrespectful to say the least, Mum and Dad. Oh, God. <laughs> mate, works with some, hey? That's, yeah. that's outstanding. Uh, that's really cool, man. Brother, to polish off the podcast, actually, before we do that, mate, how do people reach you on social media? Um, social media. So you can hit me up directly. Ellery Fatu on both Facebook and Instagram or you can hit me up on my business page Level Up Performance Level Up both on Facebook and Instagram lovely sir mate last piece of info have we missed anything in your story do you have a message in which you want to share with our beautiful listeners mate what's one last piece of uh, content that you want to give out um, that's a good one so Best, many. Pretty, yeah, probably what I said before, just live in the moment, um, take advantage of the present, because that's really the only thing you can you have control of. Yeah. I just value that so much, and, and I've had, a, in my personal life, I've had a couple of conversations over the last 24 hours even, yeah. about exactly that. Yeah. About, you know, this particular person, beautiful individual, yeah. but they, they are just, and a lot of people can resonate to this, they're living in the past. Yeah. And they're, they're almost stressing themselves out and, and creating yeah. like anxiety about things yep. that have happened and they yep. don't have control out of. Yeah. So, you know, we, we learn from those moments, you know, and, and what Ellery's saying, we live in the now and, and you can change the now and you can change the future. And that's what you should be focusing your energy on. So, yep. mate, I, I really resonate with that personally. So, beautiful, my man. Mate, thank, thank you. you very much for coming on the podcast. Um, I've had, it's been really fun, actually. I've had yeah. lots of laughs with you. Um, your, your career... Brother, is uh, been sensational to watch for the last two years. And, mate, I, I love you being part of the team, BDPT. Um, so, brother, high five. High five. Thank you very much. Dang. Thank you. There you have it. Some great content from our superstar athletic coach, Ellery Fatu, and some quite unique situations through that podcast as well. Guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took some gold nuggets away from it. If you wanted to contact me, my Instagram is braddavispt, one word, and my Facebook is braddavispersonaltrainer. Please reach out if you have any questions. Please share the podcast with your friends. We'd love to reach out to as many people as we possible can. And guys, most importantly, stay successful.